This is the Book Marketing Action Podcast, and I'm Becky Robinson. Since 2012, my team and I have partnered with more than 100 authors to launch more than 130 business books. On this podcast, I'll share the best insights and actionable ideas from our work so that you can implement sustainable activities to reach your goals for your book. Whether you're a seasoned author looking to breathe new life into your book or someone who dreams of writing a book someday, this podcast will help you be more successful in getting results as an author. Hello, everyone. This is Becky Robinson, and I'm so happy to be back with you for another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. We are in the month of February, which is the month of all topics related to authors and publishing. And I am so excited today to be joined by my friend and client, Michael Dowling. Michael is an author and a ghostwriter. And Michael, I'm going to let you give our audience a little bit of information about your background as we get started. Well, hi, Becky. Great to be here with you. Yes, I'm a ghostwriter. I work with business professionals, thought leaders, often they're consultants or CEOs of companies, uh, people like that who want to write a book. Uh, Usually it's about their area of expertise. So it's a fun job. I want to create books that are in their voice and accomplish their goals. So my job is to be a servant to them and to save them time. I'm very conscious of their time and to work with them in an interactive, collaborative way. So it's a great job because I get to work with some top-notch people and it's an intimate process when you work for several months with someone on a book. So it's a really fun thing and you develop some nice friends in the process. I bet you do, Michael. So how many books would you estimate that you have ghostwritten during your career? Probably a couple of dozen over the life of my career. I've been doing it since about 2000. So that's about a book a year, probably. So Michael, talk to me a little bit about what motivates someone to hire a ghostwriter. Well, some people want to write a book for their family, and it's a family history or something, have reasons for that. But by far, the largest number of my clients uh, want to write a book to increase their business success. And a book is an amazing thing. It can just open doors to new opportunities. It just escalates your career and your organization, if an organization is involved, to a whole nother level. People look at you with increased respect as an author. A lot of people talk about writing a book, but very few do it. So somebody who becomes an author is is really highly respected in our culture. And the reason people do it is a book can, first of all, it can communicate your message in a very effective way. You can put case examples in the book, you know, illustrations, your own experiences, and it helps people understand what the content of the book is about, helps communicate your content and your principles. And it also tells people that you've been there and done that. So it shows that you have the experience and it gives you a lot of credibility. So that's all in the message of the book. And then a book will open doors for you, like organizations will want authors to come and speak. If you have a book, you're much more likely to get speaking engagements. And if you already speak a lot, you can probably increase your speaking fees if you charge fees. So a book is just a way of promoting your business and your expertise. It sets you up as an expert in your field, and people recognize that. So it's very effective. So, Michael, those are a lot of compelling reasons that someone would want to write a book. But tell me a little bit about the type of people or the reason behind choosing to hire a ghostwriter rather than writing the book themselves. Well, it is very difficult to write a book on your own. 
first of all, the discipline is you just have to be amazingly disciplined to do it because other things take priority, you know, your normal business. And most of the people that I work with are extremely busy, successful executives and so on, consultants, coaches or whatever. And it's just hard to do that. The second thing is when you're working with someone else, we have that accountability. So you know that you've got a meeting or a phone call scheduled and you'll do your homework for it. But an editor or ghostwriter like I am can work with you and help pull things out. If you're writing a book, you're very close to your subject. You may not see it objectively. And someone who doesn't know much about it, as much about it, can ask questions and cause you to think about things in a different way that's understandable to your target audience. So that's why it's so helpful to work with a ghostwriter like me. And I also save a lot of time for the person. So that allows them to focus on what their key job is. That's helpful. Thank you. So talk to me a little bit about how the process of ghostwriting works. The first thing I do when I meet with someone is talk about why they want to write a book. They need to know what they intend to get out of it. And when you know that the rewards are there, the potential rewards are there, then you will have the perseverance and the determination, dedication to do the job. And it makes sense. You want to know that you're at the end, you'll get a promised a good return on investment. I have one client, by the way, that measured what his book did for him and in terms of investment. He's just a, a single consultant, manufacturing consultant, and he measured it and has opened doors to about a million dollars in new business, just one book. And he's probably sold fewer than 100. He hadn't tried to sell. It's just a door opener for him. So that's the first thing. Know why you want to write a book for your own benefit. The second thing is to understand what you have to give to somebody, to your readers. You need to be able to offer something of value to them. And there are ways to, I can explain, you know, I do with my clients to help them know what they have to offer. And then the process goes uh, over a period of months, probably, I tell people, an average nine to 10 months. And so you start by doing those things. You get your uh, focus right in terms of why you're writing it and why people would want to read your book. And then we start by writing the preface, which talks about those things. The preface is the author's way of telling the reader what the book is about, why the person should read it, why you as the author are qualified to write it, and so on, and what they can expect to get out of it. That's the preface, and that's a plumb line for the book. And while we're doing that, we'll flesh out a rough table of contents. So you've got a roadmap for the book. And then we just go through the book chapter by chapter, usually on phone calls. And there'd be a phone call, say, every couple of weeks. And I will record what my client says. I'll work from that draft, from the transcript, and send something back. And the next phone call, we'll go over that, make corrections and so on. And if there's places where it's not the way my client would word it, we'll word it in his voice or her voice because that's the object. And it's not a difficult thing to do. It usually comes out that way pretty pretty easily. But that's the process. You work right through it for not, for that period of time until the book is done. Wow. It's an intense process, but it sounds like you have specific milestones along the way to help you stay on track. Yeah, you can tell how you're going along. And sometimes a client needs to take a month off and go somewhere or do something and that's fine. But it just progresses nicely and you have your regular schedules. So, Michael, you mentioned that most of the time your clients are business people who are looking to use their book as a door opener to additional business opportunities. So I'm curious what type of publishing choices your clients make with their books. How are most of your clients publishing their books once they're complete? 
one or two of my clients have traditionally published their book. They've gone to a major publisher and they, that publisher has picked up their book. Most of my clients by far self-publish their books. And that's because they have a niche market. They know what they're going after. Their book is not something that a major publisher would make a lot of money selling to the general public. So self-publishing is the way to go. And I help them set up their own publishing company which is a simple thing to do. And we walk them all, if they want to, I walk them all the way through that process. It's, it's a turnkey process to get books in their hands and an ebook. And the way I set it up is that my clients have a direct relationship with the printer. And so after the book is published, they can buy additional books at the cost, at the printer's cost. And that's very low. Usually like a 250-page book might only cost about 250 to $3 to print. And so if the client is selling books on his website or in the back of the room when she's giving a talk, you get the difference between whatever the list price of the book is and that printing cost. So that's very attractive. And you can easily give them away at an economical price. So in a sense, it's a calling, a very elaborate calling card that tells people what you do and stays with people and sells your message 24-7, 365 days a year for a very nominal cost. Well, let's talk for a moment about cost, Michael. So you mentioned that it takes about six to nine months for you to partner with an author from that first call until the book is complete. About how long does it take from the time the book is complete until you have a published book in your hands? And about how much might an author expect to spend on that entire process from hiring a ghostwriter to having that finished book in their hands? Well, as we said, the time from beginning to end is about nine months or 10 months or something like that, usually. It can go faster and it can take longer, depending on the needs of the author, which is my client is the author. And the production part of the process, by the way, is if you're self-publishing, that's the cost of the cover design and the interior layout and the printing of a few hundred copies and so a few other things, proofreading and so on. And that I tell people to budget $10,000 for that whole process. And that includes getting some copies of your book. So it's relatively inexpensive. The biggest chunk, of course, is the writing. And it's, I think it's very important to work with a ghostwriter or an editor and not try to do it yourself for the reasons I said earlier. And usually the cost is billed, I bill on a monthly basis as the project proceeds. And that can range anywhere from 35 to say $5,500 a month, depending on the complexity of the book and how many times we talk and so on. So the total cost for doing a book can range anywhere from usually from thirty-five to uh, sixty thousand. Well, including the production costs, uh, say about forty thousand to about sixty-five thousand dollars, something like that. Okay, thanks for sharing those details, Michael. I'm sure that that is really helpful to authors who are considering writing a book and publishing a book as an investment in their businesses. So I'm wondering, Michael, do you have any final advice or cautions for people who are considering this journey to becoming a published author? Well, I think number one, if it's strongly on your mind, don't procrastinate. Talk to somebody like me or some editor or ghostwriter that if you have someone else, but get going and explore. The second thing is, as I said earlier, before you get going very far, know why you want to write a book. And you can discuss that with your editor or ghostwriter and refine that. But you need to 
know that. And then thirdly, discuss and clarify what your message is and make sure it's a valuable message. And again, I think you do that with in conjunction with your ghostwriter. So I think that the first part would be to get going and talk to somebody. And I always encourage people to come and talk to me. There's no charge for me. And I think that'd be true of others as well. By the way, I should maybe mention a couple of cautions. There are companies out there that advertise and say, oh, we're a publisher. We're looking for books and so on. And they will talk about how they'll do things for you. Be lyric of a lot of those because what happens is it might look good and at first but then the way these companies make their money they're not traditional publishers they're not going to make money they don't make money by selling your book to the public they actually make money by selling your book back to you so what you're doing instead of buying books at the printer's price which is the way I set it up you buy books at inflated prices and they make a profit on selling your book back to you so there's some things out there to be very cautious about you just need to find a ghostwriter or editor, whatever that you can really trust. That's helpful, Michael. Thank you. So what we always do on the Book Marketing Action Podcast is leave you with some actionable advice that you can implement today. And Michael, I know you have three possibilities for folks who are listening today of some next steps and action steps they could take. Would you share those with us? Well, actually, I just sort of shared them, Becky, just to find a ghostwriter. There are some associations you can look at, Google, whatever, ghostwriters. And there's no particular way, best way to find a ghostwriter I think it might be word of mouth or so on. There's not one big association. There are some out there that you can go, and I'm not currently a member of any of them because I did for a while, and I just don't think it works out very well. Anyway, that's one step. I don't know that I can give any more action steps, Becky, than I did in the earlier thing. So let me just restate a couple of things that I heard throughout this call. Action step number one would be to think about why you want to write a book and be clear about the objectives. If you've not already done so, Michael recommends doing that with the help of a ghostwriter or editor. The second thing would be to think carefully about why someone would want to read your book and what value you have to add by bringing a book to market. And the third one is the one that Michael just mentioned, which is to seek out a ghostwriter or editor if you need support to complete your book. So Michael, if folks would like to learn more about you and your offers, what are the best ways for people to get in touch with you? Well, my website, Becky, is WoolStreetWriters.com. That's Wool, W-O-O-L, StreetWriters.com. And my email is mjd at wallstreetwriters.com, standing for Michael J. Dowling, mjd at wallstreetwriters.com. Either one of those places. And as I say, I will be glad to talk to someone. I, I spend time with people talking about in those action steps you talked about, determining what do you stand to get out of a book and what do you have of value to offer to others. That's one thing I do. That's the first thing I do. And then if it looks good, to the client and to me, then we might proceed. Well, thank you so much for investing your time with us today, Michael. And I hope that those of you who are listening will get in touch with Michael if he sounds like a good fit for your project. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. As always, you can feel free to contact me via email. I'm Becky at weavinginfluence.com. Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll subscribe today and tell a friend about our show. I also hope you'll check out our course, The Book Marketing Action Guide, where we outline the four phases of book marketing with valuable resources to serve you at every stage of your author journey. Find out more at weavinginfluencelab.com.